Welcome, welcome to episode 116, I believe. I might be off my numbers. Anyway, to Law MacArthur Live here. I am your host, Tim. And I'm Sarah. Um, uh, from We're actually recording this live at Law MacArthur in the Ford Video Studio. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm calling it. Anyway, but also we are going to put this as a podcast. So if you'd rather listen to the podcast, you can do that. Uh, we do have some images today. So if you're listening to the podcast, you might go over and check out the actual video on YouTube uh, because you'll see some graphics that we're going to show up and everything for this. Um, and I said we're recording this because uh, we want to have time with our family tonight for Halloween. So it will be live for you guys. So it'll be a premiere video. So you can chat along in there. I'll try to be in there tonight. We'll see if I am. Or I, I may be bounce in and out. Um, but that allows for Sarah to be uh, with her kids and enjoying it. And they actually are coming over to the house tonight, right? Yeah, for a little bit. For a little bit. So I think plans anyway. have changed, though. It's really cold. So yes, instead of doing so. trick-or-treating outside, the mall's doing one. Anyway. And it's completely inside. Well, and the church is in in the church. Is it? Yes. Oh, that's it right. Is we were going to go to the church. Yeah. So they're doing that from 7 to 8.30. Anyway, so um, you can uh, go ahead and put the comments down there and everything. And if we're in, we'll answer those. If not, uh, um, we'll try to answer those after it goes live. I get to see those comments. So anyway, but we'll try to uh, pop in there. So this is recorded for this yes. week because of that. Um, and uh, yeah, so there we go. So let's... Uh, Dive in. Don't forget, uh, you can check out the podcast channels and then on here as well. Um, we will do the timestamps later here uh, for those different sections of it, just like we do every week. Um, all right. Other than that, don't forget to subscribe, hit the notification bell, hit that like button as well. Uh, that really helps out the channel. So, And then, of course, if you want to do even more than that and you like us a lot, <laughs> you can become a member. Sarah, you want to yeah. tell them about that? you'd like to become a member it's right there beside the subscribe button um it'll show you all the perks that you get and it's 4.99 a month uh if you are an iphone user you have to do things differently you have to go to your web browser go up to the top to the little ambiguity click on that hit desktop browser and you should be able to see it at that point so membership um any all of our membership content content um, is found under the membership and community tab. Uh, members get a weekly lot walk um, and a weekly live and some other content. We see it more mm -hmm. of a blogging about us and talking about other things, uh, personal lives and such. We post all of our, we post, we post updates about our trips to like Vegas. Mm -hmm. We'll post a picture on, on our way out, probably a couple on our way there. And then when we get there, so yep. um, it's more blogging than, anything yep and uh yeah and sometimes i give and i i kind of give my opinion some on here but maybe more on those live streams more on the lot walks <laughs> uh, we do i do a, a walk and talk with tim uh, a couple different areas of the lot where there's not any uh vehicles and as i walk to those through those areas i talk a little bit a couple different yeah. no, of those on those those this week for our members just so you guys know we probably will not do a member live on friday we'll see we'll how things see are going yeah, um, but it'd probably be difficult because uh, I don't want to take too much time away from what we're doing and get a chance for you guys to see Vegas a little bit since it's a short trip. Uh, but we're going down on Wednesday uh, morning, well, afternoon, actually, and then coming back Friday so we can be back for the weekend uh, to enjoy the weekend with our families. So uh, it's going to be a quick trip down there and back. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. We won't be able to chance to go over orders. If we, we do anything, you know, we do have a Discord as well. We see our, our, um, so. our members as a community. 
yep. we really enjoy talking to everyone. Yep. So we don't. The only member shout out we're going to do is Mark She. Mark She. Um, he sent our wonderful decorations here. Uh, they got to my desk this morning. Um, so there's some spiders, there cobwebs, and squishy pumpkins. Um, so he, he yeah, he'll send some um, some on season or on holiday themed things for us every once in a while. Yeah. We really appreciate it. He sent the New Year's glasses last couple of years. Kids yeah. like those. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, so yes. So he actually has his own site now. He wasn't asking for this, but he um, did include his information in here. And it's Fantasia Inc. Yeah. He's got a website. So FantasiaInc.com. Yeah. I think that was so we knew who it was from. Yeah. But thank you, Mark. So yeah. he's also the one that uh, uh, did send me the Green Bay Packer coat. Yeah to keep me warm for those lot walks this winter. And I had to grab, I had to pull it out last week. Uh, so yes. Anyway. All right. Thank you very much uh, for that. And also snips. I got my mug today. So be drinking out of that for the live stream. Yep. This week's. All right. You got a good dealer moment. I do. All right. Let me. All right. So lately, we haven't been getting a good dealer moments sent in to us through email. So I've been getting them off of Maverick Truck Club. Um, this one's from Screwy Louie. Picked up my truck today. Harper Ford, Eureka, California. No BS dealership. Honored price protection. Deposit. Didn't push extend warranty. Chris Arnold is the salesman. Great guy. Uh, 37.2 uh, miles a gallon on the trip home. 90% on the highway. Going to take a little getting used to, but he's stoked. So that is, uh, sorry, my screen's smaller than it was. Um, Chris Arnold at Eureka or Harper Ford in Eureka, California. All right, there we go. Cool, cool. All right, so good dealer moment. Uh, we're going to be moving on to, uh, actually, is this right here? Yeah. I'm um, going to go into scheduling notes this week right. and there's uh for this week there's going to be we're going to talk a little bit more not only just what's scheduled for this week but we're getting real close we just got information on information for next month's scheduling november scheduling mm -hmm. for january and some february build dates so we'll cover those as well on uh, doing that so let's just jump into that all right, so we're going to go ahead and get started on scheduling uh, information. As I mentioned, we're going to talk about this week's scheduling, which is kind of a, it's kind of like last week. It's just they're fulfilling last dealer's allocations that maybe haven't been fulfilled yet. Uh, and then we're going to get, I uh, have information on uh, what's going to start for next month's allocations, which will, uh, I believe, be starting uh, in November 13th, maybe. Um, yeah, because I believe they're due. So I think November 13th might be. So this maybe this ne not next week, but the week after is when they might happen. So we'll keep our eye out. It might be happening next week. And again, we do this weekly, so we'll let you know. Um, anyway, so yeah. So I'm not sure exactly when um, production will start and when those are starting scheduled. Either next week or the, either next Thursday or the Thursday after. And again, we'll we'll keep you updated for eat for those uh starting next week again but we'll get you some information on kind of what some of those constraints and what's not scheduling and everything for each of the models as we go through them i'll be like a lot of sheets here to go through on this so first let's start off though by covering uh some of these terms that we might talk about 
So, of course, order banks, that is where you place your orders uh, for dealers. They'll place all their retail orders and stock orders. And a retail order is a customer-placed order, whereas a stock order is an order they place that uh, fulfills their allocation for stock and inventory on their lot. Uh, right? So if they're in a model where they don't have a retail order, then they would make sure they have stock orders in there to fulfill those allocations. So a dealer... Uh, and then priority codes um, are based on their part of it's based on the priority. So, or I mean, on their their order. So, if it's a retail order, it's going to be a zero three to nineteen. Stock orders are twenty to eighty. That kind of thing. Lower the better. So that's why retail orders are always looked at first. And then the production dates. Um, oh wait. And then we're going to be scheduling means that they're we're, they're scheduling those orders for future dates. So they're going to schedule this month or this week for build dates in the future. Uh, dates, right? They schedule ahead so they're ready to go. They don't just schedule for, okay, let's schedule these for tomorrow. It's not like that. They got to schedule it well in advance to make sure supplies are there and ready to go. Uh, so those production dates are the vehicle dates that they plan to uh, to go ahead and schedule those. And then allocations. Uh, Ford gives dealers allocations to schedule their orders. An order cannot be scheduled for production date without having an allocation. That's just how that works. So a dealer needs an allocation to schedule an order in the order bank, and the dealer earns allocations from their sales of each model within their region. You know, it just depends on how many you sell. We don't sell a lot of escapes. We don't get as many escape allocations. We sell more Explorers and F-150s. We get a lot more of those. So kind of goes that way. So each model has its own allocation system set up um, for that. Constraints, those are options that may be in short supply or take longer to build. Uh, capacity is the planned production rate for a given motor, trim, or option, that kind of thing. Uh, we'll actually show that when we're talking about next month and what it is this week versus what it's going to be next month for Maverick. It is different. Uh, job one and job two is the production run within a model year. Um, we know Mustang is finishing up, wrapping up uh, job one. Uh, and they're going to start moving to job two. Now, does it mean uh, if you have an order in there and it's not scheduled for job one, doesn't mean that it's gone. They just sometimes they make some different changes to the uh, production or, or a certain option or something that may change in jo for job two timeline. And then uh, balance out is when they're balancing out a certain option or model altogether. So we know Edge is uh, this is a month that they are going to continue to balance out for the the 24 model year edge and the edge completely sunsetting it completely so there you go all right there's that all right so let's get in here and start talking about the 24 mustang all right so 24 mustang um and there's about 1061 unscheduled orders in the order bank for the mustang um the order banks are open for the mustang right now uh so keep that in mind um, so, um, the Mustang that's cleanup scheduling for job one balance out, as we mentioned, they are scheduling for production, uh, weeks, um, December 4th through January 15th. <coughs> so again, a dealer needs to have an allocation for that. Um, retail only ordering, um, uh, restrictions are the night pony package and the GT performance package. Those are retail only. Exhausted availability would be the dark horse handling package. So there's a very low production. We're going to talk about next month and how that is like 0% here, here in just a second. So there you go. So there's information for this week on the Mustang. Now, talking about next week, uh, we're just going to put these all into, into one. Uh, so for next month, um, 
they are going to be they're going to be scheduling for the last heart last part of january as well as february production uh so they're going to be scheduling from january 22nd the week of that to uh the end of february uh, next month uh and then they're going to be retail only ordering restrictions will be the night bunny package and cheap performance package that's not changing for next month and then also new california's special package has limited availability um for next month for those production dates in Jan late January and February. And then also the 100A orders will require the optional 18 inch wheels starting next month. So uh, that that's gonna be for your job too. So there you go. So there's Mustang information on that. So moving on, we do have the 24 model year escape. This week is not scheduling. Um, by the way, uh, the escape, there's currently 711 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank for uh, escape. Um, and order banks are open up for the escape. Don't forget about that. So if you want to order an escape, uh, no scheduling this week, um, uh, for next week, uh, or for next month, I should say, um, they are going to be scheduling for January and February build dates. So for two months right there, uh, January, February production, uh, national controls on ST line is at 37%. That'll be their capacity. And the premium tech package will be 8%. Right there. And then regional controls on the active is 36%. That's the production rate. And then the, the hybrids will be 12% there. Um, we hybrid uh, available for stock ordering uh, for next month. So keep that in mind too. So there you go. Uh, nothing else on escape other than that. There you go. All right. So that is 24 escape. Moving on. 24 model year Bronco Sport. Uh, there's currently 164 unscheduled orders in the order bank for the Bronco Sport. Not that many in there. Um, and uh, the order banks are open up for the Bronco Sport as well. Uh, this next this week is going to be cleanup scheduling. Again, if your dealer has an allocation available, they'll schedule for uh, December build dates, the weeks of December 4th through December 25th. Uh, limit availability on Badlands. Limit availability for the Splash Guards. And exhaust availability for the convenience package, which is optional on the big band and the freewheeling edition. Uh, so keep that in mind. Um, now, for next month, uh, for scheduling, uh, the Bronco Sport uh, is scheduling for production weeks uh, in January and February. Uh, so they're going to be scheduling for two months. Uh, and the only thing limited on here is it says the big band and freewheeling convenience package will be limited to 24%. So that's still not a bad number. You know, every um, you know one out of every four will have the convenience package. So that's not too bad. Also, the freewheeling and black appearance package will be available for stock ordering starting next month. So there you go. So you can start doing that. Might be able to order those now, but for scheduling, I should say, for next month. So there you go. All right, moving on. Uh, 24 model year Edge. And there's currently 1,531 unscheduled orders in the order bank. Um, they are not, uh, and I believe the order banks are closed for the 24 edge because it is discontinuing and there's no scheduling for this week. Uh, so they're not scheduling, uh, for this week. Now for next month, uh, they are doing February balance out production. So they're going to schedule for the finish. So hopefully get that, those last 1500 orders scheduled. Cause that is it. It's balancing out for not only for the model year, but for the model completely. This thing here, 400A, 401A, ST has balanced out. ST is not going to schedule. So if you have an unscheduled ST order, uh, it's not going to schedule. You're not going to get it. So uh, hopefully you can find one. Uh, anyway, uh, moving on. 
Uh, 24 model year Ranger. Let me find my sheet on that. There we go. 24 model year Ranger. There's currently 3,553 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank. Um, the plant is back up and running. So I think it started yesterday. Um, order banks are open up for the 24 model year Ranger. And it does say in here, we have a tentative agreement with the UAW. MAP is scheduled to restart production on 11-2. And scheduling will resume on 11-30. So, uh, so there you go. So they're going to start scheduling at the very end of the month. Uh, and so, well, you can probably see what the note's going to be for next month's scheduling. Um, Ranger is not going to schedule uh, until the very – well, it says 11.30, but probably won't start happening until the month after that. So no scheduling for the Ranger or Ranger Raptor for uh, next month. So still uh, – there's a lot that they already have scheduled that are going to need to be built. And so they're basically pushing those into those, those dates. So because of that, uh, no need to schedule for the Ranger. All right. Moving on. Uh, 23 model year Bronco. Uh, according to this, there's currently 9,136 unscheduled Bronco orders in the order bank. Um, doesn't say a model year. So I assume that's both 23 and 24. Um, Order banks are open up for the 24 model year with the exception of two-door Heritage and Heritage Limited. Um, and it does say in here, um, we have a tentative agreement with UAW. MAP is scheduled to restart production 11-2, and scheduling will resume on 11-9. So they're gonna, next week we're, we're going to talk about that. Because um, that, actually, since that's in here, 11-9, that actually does tell you and give you an idea that that's when they're going to start scheduling for November's um, production information we're, gonna, we're talking about at the end of each one of these. It says any scheduled order cancellations due to uh, plant stoppage in our current capacity will be communicated as soon as possible. So there are, it does say it looks like they're balancing out 23 model year. That's why they're pretty much not scheduling. Shadow Black on non-Raptors is balanced out for 23 model year. It's done. Three, uh, The two-door Heritage and Heritage Limited are not yet available for 24 model year, it says. And the 23 model year Bronco is planned to balance out on 12 22 so that is the last day of production for that there you go that's a bronco um oh not quite yet so let's talk about bronco for next month um they are um going to be scheduling for 24 model year startup for january production dates so uh they're going to schedule for january 1st through it says february 26th so they're going to schedule January startup, but also February. Normally, they put both dates in there. Stop build is still on the two-door Heritage, Heritage Limited, and non-Raptor Shadow Black paint is unavailable. So that's even for the 24 model year. So there you go. So I hope you don't want a black non-Bronco or non-Raptor Bronco. There you go. All right, moving on. 24 model year Maverick. Let's get to that. How many? How, what are we down to on Maverick? So currently, Maverick, we have 36,097 unscheduled retail orders. So it looks like, to me, they got more orders for Maverick in the last week. Um, so that's how many unscheduled we have. Order banks are open up still for the 24 model year Maverick. Plenty of, of orders they can still take. Again, remember, they are, they are producing about 10,000 units a month. Uh, so keep that in mind. Uh, because of that, um, they could still take more Maverick orders. Um, so they are open. Cleanup scheduling this week. So again, if a dealer has an allocation, they could get scheduled. Um, they are they are scheduling for production dates in December. So December fourth, 
through the week of December 25th. Uh, limited availability on the splash guards. We should be taking that off anyway. Also, exhausted availability on the automatic continuously variable transmission. That's a transmission for the hybrid. And then it also says 17-inch carbonized gray painted aluminum wheel, which is standard on the XLT. So uh, they're probably looking at this point for this week. Now, again, that's information for this week. They're looking for non-XLT orders more than likely so, and non-hybrids. So if you got an EcoBoost, Lariat EcoBoost XL, probably got a good shot. So that's what that reads to me right there. And then for next month, um, they are scheduling just like with Bronco Sport. They are scheduling for two months. They're scheduling for January and February production dates. Um, and it does say in here, well, this is saying January to February, but yet um, it does say January production. So I, I bet you they mean, yeah, I bet you these dates in here are incorrect because I bet you that's supposed to be 1 1 to 126. Anyway, um, so Maverick uh, does say um, the only note in here for next month is that the hybrid engine will be limited to 40% of November production. So 40% production for January production dates. So it's going to be, we are getting a little bit of hurt on hybrid right there. So it is what it is, right? All right, moving on. Um, 23 and 24 Explorer, it's saying in here. Um, of course, we know the uh, order banks are closed for the 23 model year, but open for the 24 model year. Currently, 247 unscheduled Explorer retail orders in the order bank. Doesn't say what year, so I assume it's for both. Um, and then it says we have a tentative agreement with UAW. The plant is scheduled to be to restart production on 11-2. 23 model year Explorer is planned to balance out on 12-22, the same dates as the Bronco. Scheduling for 23 model year is complete, so they are done with scheduling for 23. So if you had a 23 model year order and went unscheduled, did not get scheduled, put in that 24 model year order. Um, we had orders scheduled through the week of 11-27. Therefore, programming will resume from that date. Uh, however, any scheduled order cancellations due to plant stoppage and or current capacity will be commu communicated as soon as possible. So they're probably trying to figure out how many can how many of those can they get still fulfill and how many they're going to have to cancel so hold on tight for that it says please note scheduled stock orders with a december build date have the highest probability of cancellation so they're they're going to cancel stocks first so is what will happen before they worry but they cancel any retail orders 24 model year update there's uh we're currently wholesaling 24 model year explorer volumes for january february 24 production uh, and then we will start scheduling 24 model year orders on 1130. So um, they are not, and then they are not scheduling for this week, of course, uh, because of that. So there you go. And then for next month, as we mentioned there, uh, they're going to be scheduling for 24 model year um, for January startup right there. Uh, the regional control and constraint is ST line. They're going to capacity 18% or ST, I'm sorry, 18%, ST line 8%. And then Platinum two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive, ST line and King Ranch must have the trailer tow package on there. Option 52T, limited 300A must delete the trailer tow package 52T. So make sure you don't have those on those orders. And that is for 24 model year information. So there you go. All right. Expedition, 24 model year expedition. Um, there's currently 1,204 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank for that. The order banks are open up for 24 model year. 
And for this week, um, it says we have a tentative agreement with UAW. Kentucky Truck Plant is scheduled to restart production at 1130. Uh, platinum will continue, will require optional 22-inch wheel. Platinum will require multi-contoured seat removal to be scheduled for production. And limited 302A will require the sandstone, sandstone trim. So there you go. Um, it doesn't mention that they're scheduling or not. Oh, wait. No, that's a scheduled uh, scheduling to restart production on 1130. So, so it does sound like they're doing that. So next month for 24 model year expedition, they will be scheduling for January build dates. Um, Platinum will require 22 inch wheel and limited 302A will require sandstone trim. They don't mention the multi-contoured seat though. So maybe that'll be back for next year's or for next, uh, next month. So there you go. All right. 24 model year super duty. So, um, currently there are, Oh, how do I not have that one? I lost my 24 unscheduled sheet. I think I grabbed it on one of the others. I hope. Either that or I didn't print it off. Uh Oh, Oh, I don't have it here. Give me a second. Let me pull it up real quick. All right, Super Duty. So I didn't schedule that one. Okay, or I didn't print it. There's currently 25,634 unscheduled uh, retail orders in the order bank for the Super Duty. Order banks are open up still right now. And for this week, here's some uh, notes. It says, say, 24 model year Super Duty update. We have a tentative agreement with UAW. Kentucky Truck Plant is scheduled to restart production on 11-2, and scheduling will resume on 11-9. So no scheduling this week for 24 model year Super Duty. Says to maximize capacity, scheduled orders may be pushed out to January build weeks. So, um, so some of these are going to get already pushed into what they're going to schedule for next month. Um, it says scheduling production weeks at Ohio assembly plant will be from eleven twenty-seven to twelve eighteen. So it does look like they're still scheduling for Ohio. So that's a lot of your chassis cabs will, are built in Ohio. And F450s and 550s, I believe. It says limit availability for F450, F550, and Lariat. Um, limit availability for the 7.3 gas. The 18-inch sparkle silver painted cast aluminum wheel that's standard on the XLT F350 single rear wheel. Also, the GBK frame, which is optional on the F350 two-wheel drive. Um, with the diesel in, or that with the gas, well, it actually says a 7.3 diesel engine, so I'm not sure. With the 145 inch dually and 145 inch single rear wheel, um, I, I'm going to make a note here and try to contact the brand manager and find out what the actual correct engine is there for that. Uh, the Dana rear axle available on the F350, F450 dually pickup with the 6.7 uh, liter engine. F600 dually chassis cab with the 6.7 liter engine as well. Also, the frames available on the F450, 550, and uh, duallys with the 179-inch wheelbase are limited availability. And then the Baja tan interior as well. Exhaust availability is the 19.5-inch the uh, black sidewall uh, tire that's standard on the F600, XL, and XLTs, as well as the tire that's standard on the... Um, that's optional on the F600, XL, and XLT. So that really hurts the F600 from getting scheduled. Um, 
the HBK frame that's optional on the F-350 two-wheel drives with the, again, it says 7.3 liter diesel, which that's not true. So I'll make a note and try to get information on that for next week. And the 169-inch wheelbase. Uh, also, the 360-degree dual uh, LED uh, strobes, um, those are also exhausted. Heavy-duty alternator that's standard on the XL gas as well, uh, too. So there you go. That's all the information on that. For next month, for Super Duty, um, it does mention in here, um, there's a note. We'll get to that in just a second. For Super Duty next month, they are going to be scheduling for January production dates. Uh, it does mention here that the uh, the 10R140 transmission controlled at 89% of total production. And then the, the XL 6.8 liter orders needed in order to keep the plant buildable. So you want to make sure hey, if you have that configuration, there you go. Um, also with that uh, in mind, um, customers that placed both a 22 model year and 23 model year Super Duty retail orders that were left unscheduled are eligible for a $6,000 Super Duty model year transition offer. So if you're one of those people, program number 32262. <coughs> Sorry, got a tickle in my throat there. All right, so there you go. That's pretty cool. Bringing out an offer there. <coughs> hmm. All right, moving on. 24 model year F-150. Um, there is currently 5,178 unscheduled retail orders in the order bank for F-150. Order banks are open up for 24 model years to place those orders. They are scheduling for the week of January 22nd. Uh, this is a uh, 23 model year is balanced out completely. So they are scheduling for January production or startup for production. Um, there will be no scheduling for Raptor 37 and Raptor 30 and Raptor R only scheduling for Raptor base. That's the 801A. So there you go. Uh, that's no other constraints on that. Um, and going forward uh, for next month, they are not going to be scheduling for the Raptor 37 or the Raptor R next month either um those are late availability options it says in here so if you're wanting a one of those raptor configurations you're gonna have to wait a little longer and then uh, they are scheduling for february production dates as well for next month so no other constraints there um all right 24 model year f-150 lightning um i don't know how many unscheduled orders there are uh they are scheduling for the week of january 22nd 23 model year is balanced out and uh, order banks are open up for 24 model year F-150 Lightning orders. So keep that in mind. And then for next month's production, um, is there any notes? There's no notes for Lightning. It's not separate. Oh, here. No. No information on Lightning. So there you go. All right. Now, let's talk about the 24 model year Mach-E. There are currently only 45 unscheduled retail orders for the Mach-E, uh, but this says 24 model year. So uh, the order banks will open up on 11-2 for the 24 model year Mach-E. They are not scheduling 23, uh, which is crazy, so they need to get those last 45 scheduled. But I would say if you're one of those 45 on 11-2, put in a 24 model year order. So that's coming up Thursday. There you go. While we're on our trip. So we'll see if we get an order guide update for you and any changes on that. But we'll kind of be looking for that as well. Uh, so there you go. 
maybe a working trip to Vegas. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. And yeah, other than that, that's what we got on that. Uh, 24 model year transit. Uh, there are currently 5,833 unscheduled transit orders in the order bank. Um, now if you had a 23 that went unscheduled for transit, you need to put in a 24 model year transit order. So don't forget that. So some of you might've forgotten to do that. Uh, you'll need to place that order. They don't convert over themselves. You'll need to place your order. So that might be a, why it's a lower number than what I was expecting. Order banks are open up for 24 model year transit orders. Um, they are scheduling for production week of um, December 18th. This is cleanup scheduling. So again, a dealership needs an allocation. Uh, limit availability for the 3.5 liter EcoBoost GTDI engine. That's that engine option 99G. The high roof extended passenger van. Also the high roof long passenger van and the low roof passenger van. Also the medium roof passenger van, the high res camera, the transit trail package, as well as the AM FM stereo with a four inch multi-function screen, the um, digital rear view mirror and remote start. Those are all limit availability for the transit uh, for this week. Now, again, this is the information this week. Now let's talk about transit for next week here. Um, we do have a note in here about the transit. It says transit trail customers that placed a 23 model year transit trail retail order that were serialized and canceled. So you might have had a transit trail order and it got a canceled VIN. You're getting a $3,000 model year private offer to move to 24 model year. So it says customers must place a 24 model year transit trail retail order that is CVP approved to get that uh, transition offer. Um, there you go. So, you know, they said that they're done with the private offers, but if they can't do what they said they're going to do, they will make sure they, they take care of their customers. So um, anyway, there you go. And then note for next month on the 24 model year transit, they are going to be scheduling for January production dates. Uh, the power slide doors are not available for 24 model year. The 3.5 EcoBoost engine has low availability. Consider removing and the high-res and 360 camera constraints may extend into January. There you go. And then, of course, e-transit uh, is not wholesaling, or it says not wholesaling, is not going to be scheduling next month. So if you have an e-transit, uh, take the month off. You're not going to get scheduled. And then Transit Connect, we're done. No wholesaling because they're done with that. So there you go. There is all the information on that. Uh, we do have like some regional constraint guides here for next month. Now, these are constraints not for this week, but for next month. Some some things to note on Bronco, the, the uh, capacity is 70% for January, February, it says, for the hardtop. 70% can be built as a hardtop. That's a high number. Leave those hardtops on. I think you'll be all right. Uh, 15% for the two-door. That's still at 15%. That's not changing. The 2.7-liter two engine is at 40%. Actually, that might be 40, 45%. Sorry. Uh, Wildtrak still at 15%. Sasquatch moved from 40 to 35%. Something to take note there. Modular front bumpers at 40%. Lux package is at 40%. That's the high Lux now package. Everglades is at 2.5% very low so if you got an everglades hope you're willing to wait that'd be one of the constraints maybe um 14 for manual transmission by the way um and then raptors nine percent heritage edition is six percent that'd be the four-door version heritage limited is like 1.5 percent 
And then two door heritage limited is 0% and the heritage both are 0%. So they're not going to even, they're not going to schedule any and then 0% for the shadow black paint on the non Raptor. So there you go. Some things to note there. Bronco sport. The only one we already mentioned 24% for convenience package. Um, on the escape 0% base, 42% active, 37% uh, ST line, and 8% the premium technology package. We already talked about those numbers. Um, it does say for Expedition, 0% for the Platinum without the optional 22-inch wheel, and 0% limited with the mahogany interior, 302A. All right. Um, and then Explorer, they're not going to be scheduling. They have 0% on everything on Explorer. And then F-150, 80% of them will be Super Crew. 20% of them will be non-Super Crew. 80% will be four-wheel drive. Um, and then tonneau covers is only 4%, very low number. Um, the XLT black appearance package, 10%, whereas the black appearance package plus is 3%. 7% black uh, Lariat black appearance package, 10, uh, 6% the STX black appearance package. Um, that's probably just the STX package. Anyway, um, see what else? Uh, 3% Heritage Edition, so very low number there as well. Um, F-150 Lightning, 35% Standard Range Battery, 65% Extended Range. So that's a breakdown there. 0% Pro, 24% XLT, 40% Flash Edition, 24% Lariat, and 12% Platinum on that. Um, Super Duty, 36% XL. 20% XLT, 33% Lariat, 5 to 7% King Ranch, 6 to 8% Platinum, 2 to 3% Limited. And then um, your engines, 41% with a 6.7 diesel, standard diesel, 25% with the high output diesel. Um, and then 22% for the gas engine, the 7.3 liter gas. And then 18 to 21% for the 6.8 liter gas engine. Um, 12% chassis cabs, very low number. Um, also 1% with the tonneau cover. So if you have a super duty tonneau cover, take it off. Uh, you're, uh, yeah, 1% is pretty low. Um, the pro trailer backup assist option 52 T is 45%. Um, and then sport appearance package, 6% sprain liner, 30% trimmer off-road 8%. So there you go for that. On the transit, transit trail is only 2% uh, for that. Um, Maverick hybrid, 40%. We mentioned that. XL series, 23%. XLT, almost half, 49%. Lariat, 28% capacity. And then tra trailer tow hitch, 64%. That'd be with or without a package. If it's in a package as well, it's all, all of them together. And sp splash guard is 5%. Uh, Mustang night pony package, including the roof. It says 0%. It says retail only. Now this must be for stock scheduling or something. Um, the California special, uh, 2%. So that's very low. It does say 0% for the dark horse handling package. Um, so I think there probably is some, maybe they're just showing that for stock. Because it says 50% for the Dark Horse appearance package and 60% for the Dark Horse custom accent hood and painted stripe. And 0% for the Dark Horse carbon fiber wheel, it says. 
45% GT, 20% convertible, 5% black or bronze appearance package, um, 2% the wheel and stripe package. So there goes a breakdown on some of that. 8% Recaro leather seats. Almost missed that one. Um, the Mustang Mach-E, uh, 45% the extended range battery. Um, 15% the select version standard range. Uh, 9% the select version standard range all-wheel drive. And then 12% the select version extended range all-wheel drive. Um, and then 17, most all the premiums are right in that, the, the teen range there. 17% for the premium standard range rear-wheel drive. 14% for the premium standard range all-wheel drive. 10% for the premium extended range rear-wheel drive. And 23% for the premium extended range all-wheel drive. Uh, GT version, 0%. 50% for the comfort package light. And there we go. That's a constraints for, and this is for next month uh, is what we're talking about there. And that's for the, basically for the whole month that could, that'll ebb and flow throughout each week. So we'll, uh, that's what our weekly live streams are for, but there is a scheduling information for this week. All right. So that's all the scheduling information. And, uh, but we'll just jump right in. I have some dealer news updates. There aren't a lot of things from Ford updated uh, this week, um, except for a lot of, a couple things that they've been, um, some new things that they have going on through their Ford news. So I'm going to actually use uh, some of this to kind of highlight that. So let me go into that. Give me a second. There we go. The dealer news. All right. So this week, uh, there's a couple things that just came out. And uh, this first one here, let's jump into it. There we go. So the blue oval charge network has been expanded. They have added some chargers to this. So the October 23 update uh, says that, that Ford is growing its blue oval charge network in North America by 25%, bringing uh, the new network total to more than 106,000 chargers. So it says customers can now access three new charging providers, Francis energy blink and red E across U S and Canada with embedded charger routing and simple payment options via Ford Pass. So you can use that same card that you have in there. So uh, it says these uh, three providers uh, bring more than 10,000 new chargers to the network, including more than 550 new DC fast chargers, which is pretty cool. So there you go. So there's all the ones they have loaded in there. Blink, Francis Energy now, Red E uh, joined existing uh, providers, which is Shell Recharge Solutions, Electrified America, EVGo, ChargePoint, Flow, EV Connect, and Electric Circuit. So that's pretty cool. So you can kind of see what the existing, uh, well, here it goes. It's going to scan. There's existing, there's new charging stations, and then in spring we'll also have Tesla chargers. So you can so, see they're going to have the Tesla ones on the charge network as well when they have those in spring of 24. So yeah. uh, adding a lot, of, a lot more chargers. So there you go. Still not many in Alaska. No, look at how many are in the Hawaii, Hawaii. Yeah. but they are a state that is um, very big on keeping their environment clean, and so they look at the East Coast. They probably <laughs> yeah, poor old Midwest right here. No, Midwest West. Anyway, so there you go. That's uh, that's pretty cool information there. Uh, and then moving on, <clears throat> should be able to see this one. All right, so. Yeah, you can see that. So Ford Performance previews parts and 
appearance packages for the Mustang Bronco and Ranger at the SEMA show. Um, so pretty cool. So uh, we're going to be able to see that tomorrow. Yeah. So we're going to, we'll get that. We're going to go straight to the Ford booth probably when we get there and hopefully get you this, some videos of, of this stuff tomorrow night. So, uh, anyway, that's where Jordan started this morning was Ford booth and he's making his way through all the Broncos. Yeah. So anyway, so there's a couple things they're going to highlight Ford performance ORV packages for the Ranger and Bronco. So they're going to have uh, packages for that. And I'm not going to cover that too much in this, but we're going to cover it in that video but arb uh, overland suspension kit arb uh front bumper and oh even uh well an onboard air compressor as well hmm, let's check that out anyway and then the bronco one looked pretty cool jordan uh highlighted that one today in Bron by in the bronco nation uh video and then ford performance street packages for the mustang including the ford performance 800s i assume that stands for street concept package so Similar to the F-150 Ford Performance 700 package, this is going to deliver 800 horse, horsepower supercharger. So Whipple supercharger, don't forget your warranty on that. Uh, you want to make sure you get that. Um, Whipple's kind of notorious with uh, blowing some things. And uh, so you want to make sure you get your warranties, if you can get an extended warranty on those uh, as well. But anyway, there you go. And then even the Bronco and Bronco Sport are going to have some appearance personalizations. I did see a new one for the Bronco Sport. So a blue, like kind of a free, free willing edition, but blue version of it, um, which I think is, is really nice. So that one looks pretty cool. Uh, so we'll check that out uh, there. And then also some vinyl wraps for the Mustang, Bronco, and an Explorer. So maybe they'll have an Explorer there too. Yeah, there you go. If that Bronco Sport blue... Like the a freewheeling in blue, I yeah, it has some different shades of blue. Man, in it, they cool. they're really wanting to change me over to the Bronco Sport. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> anyway, Maverick, but so we'll be checking that out tomorrow, as well as they actually did a different separate article on the supercharger itself here uh, about that and uh, the information about that. Again, we'll be covering that tomorrow at SEMA. So be looking for our coverage because this is just revealed today in Vegas. Um, okay. So yeah, so we'll be there tomorrow. We'll get we'll get you guys that content tomorrow. And then um, this next one is on the F-150 Lightning. It is now it's going global. So electric truck now headed to Switzerland. So we're gonna have that. Of course, we're they're already getting um, you know globally. We're gonna see the Ranger plug-in hybrid, uh, but now the Lightning is going to Norway. So. Uh, for those who didn't know, Norway is about 80% or more full EV at this point. Um, so they, they are the country that's more advanced than any of the others at this point. But Europe is going EV. I think Norway is also so. where they have uh, the highest paid teachers. Hmm. So anyway, but it's kind of a big deal that they're bringing a full-size pickup to Europe because mm -hmm. the Ranger has been the biggest F biggest forward pickup there. F-150 isn't there. So to have the Lightning there is kind of a big deal. So there you go. Anyway, they're going global. So that's why they need to add more production there. So there you go. All right. So there's that. All right. So that is our dealer news updates. For that. All right. All right. All right. Now we're going to move on to recalls here. All right, so let's get into these recalls uh, for this week. Uh, just a few here. Uh, this first one here is an actual update. This is supplement number three. So update number three for uh, recall safety recall 23S 
49. This is for the 23 model year F250s and 350s with a 10 and a half inch axle shaft. All right. And so on this one here, they updated the parts ordering information, and that's pretty much all they did. Uh, so for those of you who don't remember, there's 41,468 vehicles affected by this recall. And uh, letters went out October 16th, the week of October 16th, this uh, uh, recently, this last month or this month, I guess, since we're at the end, uh, it says, don't forget on these, the left axle, the left rear axle shaft uh, was manufactured without the proper completion of a heat treatment process, which may cause the rear left rear axle shaft to break. Um, so anyway, so this, again, this in here, now they've updated the parts so that hopefully they can get more of those taken care of there. So there you go. All right. Uh, the next recall is recall, uh, is a mission recall 22E02. This is an update number one, supplement number one to this. This is on 22 model year super duties with a 6.7 liter engine. So if you uh, remember on this one, I covered it not that long ago, I believe. Uh, this, this here is an update. They updated the part requirement, the labor allowance, the technical information as well. The software fix is now available and they're reopening some VINs, but there's about uh, <clears throat> 33,874 or, uh, vehicles affected by this recall out of Ohio and Kentucky. And, uh, if you do, if you remember, this is the one that, um, that the affected vehicles did not have the particular matter sensor installed from the assembly plant due to component supply shortage. Uh, now that uh, PM sensors are available, customers will have be mailed letters. So these letters are going out the week of December 4th. For this one here so there you go and now we have actual information to get this fixed which is awesome so again this isn't a new recall just an update to a current recall all right this next one is customer satisfaction program 23 b 24 this is for certain 22 model year super duties and 23 model year f-150s with the tailgate step um so it says that there's 44,745 vehicles affected by this recall um, mostly on a super duty from the Kentucky truck plant, Ohio was not affected by this. Um, and then even the electric vehicles were affected by this on the F-150, 23 model year F-150, as well as Kansas City and Dearborn, Dearborn plants. So yours could be affected by this. So in some of the affected vehicles, the customer may notice looseness or increased play in the tailgate step, uh, the grab handle. Uh, when it is upright position in the upright position. So it says the tailgate uh, step grab handle may not fully engage the handle locking mechanism when the handle is in the upright position and may release when pulled. So you definitely want to get this fixed if you use that often. Uh, so it does say the letters will be mailed out November 13th, the week of November 13th to owners for that. Uh, so you'll definitely want to make sure you get that uh, taken care of there. So. Usually when there's letters going out, that means they, they know the fix and then they have or they have availability parts for that as well. All right. So this next one is customer satisfaction program 23B42. And this is on 23 model year Explorer Bronco Rangers equipped with a 2.3 liter gas engine. So this in here um, is coming out. This is an early, I believe, an advanced notice of this. Uh, maybe not. Anyway. Um, this is for uh, Rangers, Broncos, and Explorers. Um, there's only 131 vehicles were affected by this uh, this recall. So not that many. And it says the reason for this recall, in the affected vehicles, a damaged tool used 
during the engine block casting process may lead to the formation of a crack in the right side of the engine block assembly that can result in a coolant leak. Customers may experience a progressive series of symptoms, including a low coolant pressure, which could lead to a coolant leak and that would be visible beneath the engine and finally may result in an illuminated service engine soon indicator for an engine overheat condition. Um, so there you go. So um, this uh, letters are going to be mailed out to those 131 people the week of November 13th for that. There you go. All right. Now, this one is an advance notice. This is for a, a compliance recall 23C35. This is a new recall for 20, 2020 to 2023 model year Mustangs. So 186,934 vehicles are affected by this recall. Um, so there you go. So it says the affected vehicles may not conform to the requirements specified by the Federal Motor Vehicle Safety Standard. Um, uh, it says brake system warning indicators. Uh, when, the when the brake fluid is depleted from the reservoir, the brake system warning indicator li lamp does not illuminate like it should. Uh, so there you go. It says uh, do not demonstrate these vehicles. Um, and there's no, we don't have notification of when those are going to go out yet. Uh, so because we need instructions and I mean, parts availability and ordering uh, when it's available, then they'll go out. So again, this is an advance notice for dealers. So customers come in with this complaint. They have an idea of what it is. Uh, so we'll get information more on that recall, uh, hopefully in the near future on the fix and everything for that one. So there you go. So only one new recall. The others are updates to recalls and such and information updates for uh, the dealers to be able to fix these. So there you go. So that's uh, that's all recalls. And again, a lot of those were, uh, uh, you know, advanced dealer news update and some other things, some updates with some um, supplements to some updates to some of those uh, those recalls. But uh, really only one new one there. But there you go. There's those recalls real quick. We forgot to talk about March. Oh, well, do it at the end. We'll do it at the end. OK. All right. OK. And I didn't talk about the different videos we have coming live either. So I skipped over that. Kind of got excited and jump into things. All right. <laughs> So we're going to talk about our is it true for this week. So here we go. So is it true that the F-150 Lightning, the E-Transit, and the Escape are being discontinued in the near future? So I'm throwing that out there, and I know we, we know Escape. We've heard some rumors that Escape's being discontinued, but the Lightning and E-Transit has not been. But I found some things that might enlighten us to this and again i'm not saying this is happening right this is all speculation but yes i'm gonna it's give you based on our assumptions and our um information that i've seen yes information that we have seen so, we have looked at yep and i'm gonna pull this up on my phone as we do this and uh, because i actually have it to where i can actually read it a little bit better so let me show you this here but it's all presumption yep. that based on things that we have read and yeah looked at so with the uaw um contract and everything agreement this came out on monday as a, something but ford is throwing out there is that not only are they you know going to be going forward with the uaw and everything else but they're going to invest even more into the plants and include it says 8.1 billion dollars in investment by the end of the agreement with the uaw so let's go through some of these. So Chicago Assembly, 
uh, $400 million investment. Current Explorer will continue, including hybrid and police. Aviator will continue through its product life cycle. That's keywords there we're going to see later. Life and uh, yeah, through its life cycle. So Dearborn Truck and Rev Center. Uh, that's where they make the electric, the F-150. It says $900 million investment. F-150 will continue, including hybrid and Raptor. F-150 Lightning will continue through its product life cycle. Again, we're seeing product that, that, life that product life cycle again there, meaning that that there is not a, you know, like the F-150, there's no end there. It does also say the all-new EV truck will be added as well, a new EV truck. So that sounds like to me, lightning's going away for a new EV truck. So, um, yeah, flat rock assembly, $50 million investment and Mustang will continue, um, pending program approval, new product will be added. It says, so that's exciting. So a new product will be added. And typically right. when they have one of the, just like Bronco and, and Ranger at the same place, um, cause they're on the same chassis. We see that a lot. So the question is, is there going to be something put on a Mustang platform yeah. and chassis? I guess we'll see. Only time will tell. Kansas City Assembly, it's $1 billion investment. F-150 will continue, including hybrid and police. So that's where they make the police cars there. And then transit will continue as well. That's where they make, I believe, the, car, the, um, the passenger van. And then the transit EV will continue through its planned product life cycle. So they're saying that the transit EV, the e-transit, could be discontinued as well. Through its life cycle. Yes. All right. Kentucky truck plant, $750 million investment. Super Duty will continue. Expedition will continue, including hybrid. Navigator will continue, including hybrid. So we're getting a hybrid expedition. We know that now. You know, they probably didn't expect the public to really dive into this. this and dive into it. <laughs> yeah, this probably wasn't supposed to get out there. Anyway, it is. So now we have this information, which we've had a speculation all along, but now we know. Uh, Louisville Assembly, $1.2 billion investment. Escape will continue, again, through its planned product life cycle. Corsair will continue through its planned product life cycle. And an all-new EV product will be added. So you can tell those, and when they word it that way, that means those are going away, but a new EV is coming in. And if it's made at that plant, maybe that means it's going to be more of a smaller EV yeah. where it's in that better price range, in my opinion. All right, Michigan Assembly, including integral stamping and assembly, $250 million investment. Current Ranger will continue, including Raptor. Current Bronco will continue, including Raptor. Third production crew will be added so we're getting a third crew here so more production for bronco and ranger this is exciting news uh stamping for mustang bronco including raptor ranger including raptor f-150 expedition navigator and super d will continue and stamping for escape corsair will continue through its planned life cycle again we see that coming cycle. up again there so um and then on the the second half over here that you're seeing on the image is we do have buffalo stamping $80 million investment there. It says stampings for Edge and Nautilus will continue through their planned product life cycle. And that is a product we do know is ending. Mm -hmm. So that's not surprising. Um, Nautilus is moving to over to, was it China, right? I think. so. Uh, stampings for the all-new EV will be added. So we're getting an EV in that plant. We think that's a third-row um, SUV, uh, EV. And a lot of people are saying it's the Explorer. 
I don't know because I've been told that we're not going to have the same as a model already there. So I don't think they're just going to bring the, the third row Explorer EV from Europe over to this. I think that we'll see a different one, but I don't know for sure. Stampings for Super Duty, Expedition, Navigator, E-Series, and Medium Truck will continue there as well. And then Chicago Stamping, $30 million investment. Stampings for Explorer Transit, Super Duty will continue. Stampings for Aviator will continue through its planned life cycle. Um, Dearborn Stamping, $150 million investment. Uh, stamping for F-150, Expedition, Navigator, Bronco, and Super Duty will continue. Stampings for Lightning will continue again through its planned life cycle. Uh, stampings for the new EV at Rev Center. Um, Dearborn Diversity Manufacturing, $150 million investment. And Okay, it goes on. I mentioned some others, um, but I think that's pretty much the gist of it. Also, Woodhaven, they're adding $150 million investment there, too, with stamping for several models uh, as well. So there you go. So land life cycle. So there's some future there that we can as some nuggets. And that's how people speculate on these things. And then things come uh, come about as uh, things like this, where they kind of dive into this and look at that closer. And um, so they probably yeah. put it out there, um, you know, after the UAW, you know, agreements were finalized. And they're like, OK, this is what we agreed upon. Um, and this is some things that, you know, hadn't made public yet. But this is what we've agreed upon and promised. And they want to show the future of what's coming. Right. We're not, yeah, we're going to invest in the UAW. Yeah. Even more. So it got out. It's put out there as a way of like, hey, this is what we've offered. Yep. Yep. This is what we agreed upon. And they don't probably don't expect people to read into it fully because some of that's jargon that, you know, you would have to be a Ford dealer, someone that reads through Ford memos a lot. And you would have to know some of that background knowledge to kind of get what's going on in some of that text. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. Some some future stuff there that some nuggets there that we can get out of that. So um anyway. All right. So for this week, I thought we'd have a fun trick or treat on our mind here. Um and we'll kind of let's let's throw this up there and then we'll get into it. Every time we record and the music's left on, I say this. <laughs> this is why we don't do music yep. in, the in the evenings. I dance too much. All right. So what I want to do for this week is talk about – let's throw this up here. <coughs> Excuse me. Let's talk about the Maverick for a second. And is that right, right here? Yes, add that. There we go. For the Maverick for a second. So a trick to getting maybe a Maverick and the treat as well. Kind of throw them. They're kind of the same thing. Anyway, so if you're looking out there, there are probably going to be some. In fact, we have several that are coming available right now, some 2023 Mavericks. And you might be out there going, you know what? These dealers are going over MSRP mm -hmm. on these. Um, you know, why are they doing that? Why don't they just go MSRP? Well, here's some things to look at and think about. And that is, if you built that as a 24 model year, how would what would that be? What would it cost? So, here's an example. We actually have on our website right now um, that came available. I think you guys can see that screen, right? Yeah, there you go. Okay, so it is a 2023 Ford Maverick XLT Hybrid with nothing added to it. So I actually pulled up the window sticker earlier, um, and we have ours marked 2,500 over MSRP. 
So that is with our markup over that. I think MSRP was, uh, well, it's 2,500. So it'd be 26,430 is the actual MSRP on this vehicle um, with our markup of 2,500 over your 28,930. And that's true markup. That's with no products. We could throw in products and say, hey, we're going to get a free a ceramic for this or whatever. We don't do that. That's true markup. This is what, I mean, we're transparent. This is what we do. Now, let's go over here and let's build out a 24 model year just for kicks here. So you can kind of see what's a 24. Because if you put in an order right now, so most of the 23s that are coming are going to be, uh, are going to be um, sold ones. Unless somebody doesn't take it, like what's happened with the, that particular one. Yeah. Um, you know, otherwise, you need to put an order for 24. And you're probably going to need to wait. I mean, the first 24s have actually shipped out of yeah. Hermosillo. They are on their way to um, a lot of the dealers. Uh, it'll probably be late December before they show up. So you're probably, if you're lucky, you could get scheduled for a January build date. You might see yours in February. So you can wait till February and get this pricing. So this is an XLT hybrid. We added nothing to it. Let's go down to here because we need to take out this 645 for the lease thing. So you're 29410. So that right there is um what do we figure about five hundred dollars? Mm -hmm. Yeah, five hundred. So it's five hundred dollars more than what a twenty-three would be. So you can get a twenty-three even with the markup of, of twenty five hundred, and you could buy it now. You could be driving a, a driving one. And save yourself $500 than waiting on a 24. Yep. And I know you can say, well, I get a 24 this way. Well, um, that's true. Again, you know, you need you know, to wait. You have to wait and everything. Yeah. Yours, I know but. some people are all about having the newest model year. They, you know, or I don't want a late 23 because that's basically a 24. But, you know, I don't get the 23 trade-in price when I go to trade it in because it's going to have da 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 Yep. Because it doesn't matter when you bought it within the model year. Yeah. Yep. So they'd rather have an early 24. My opinion, I'd want a late 23 because I'm going to have fewer miles if I go to trade it in yep. than some of the 23s that were purchased in December. Yep. Now, for a fact, we actually looked up because we were going to lower our price. Um, so we we're like, hey, well, let's just see what a used 23 Maverick Hybrid XLT Let's see what it go, what they're going for right now, and they're still going for over thirty grand. They're going, they're being marked up about most. If you if you were to trade in a twenty three XLT hybrid right now, it's going for about five grand more than sticker as a trade in. So With we miles on. yeah we looked up one that was uh, at the auction. This is at the auction. This is not at um, a dealer. This this was a vehicle at an auction, and it was, had a sticker price of right around twenty six, and it was going for thirty thousand almost 31. So if, if that goes to show you anything, um, we didn't, I did see a Reddit thread the other day that actually showed, um, a, um, somebody that was asking about a vehicle in Florida. And I said, Hey, you know, they were saying they're going asking for over MSRP. They have a lot of vehicles in stock showing on their website and such. And then they, you know, I asked them, I said, Hey, I'm curious how much over MSRP were they asking for it? They were $6,700 over, $6, over MSRP. Now, that's probably too high. So there's the trick, maybe. Yeah. But if you could get a fine one, I think it looks like to me about $3,500 or three grand is about what they raised the price. So again, if I were to buy a new one, a 24, it'd be $29,300. So if you could yeah. find one at three grand or less, then if you found one for about three grand or less, then you're probably 
a pretty good deal. So anywhere around three grand or less, probably a good deal. If you're finding a dealer that's going like six grand more or whatever, then that's probably too high. Then you may want to maybe walk away, maybe order 24 at that point, because they're getting pretty close to getting those uh, done. As you can see with their scheduling notes, we talked about they're scheduling for two months here coming up. So that means a lot of the ones that are left unscheduled. I mean, if they schedule for two months, then we're talking 20,000, you know, vehicles there that are going to probably get scheduled or pretty close to that. So that's not going to leave that many left. So there you go. That kind of, uh, that's something to, to think about there for a second. So Sarah's giving away pumpkins. <laughs> She's uh, giving kids treats. See, there you go. <laughs> Trick or treat. So, all right. So, but that's kind of what I had on that. So that's something to think about. So, you know, paying over MSRP could be the treat for you as long as it's not too much over MSRP. I still, like I said, I think three grand or less, mm -hmm. pretty good deal. Now, EcoBoost is a different story. I think getting MSRP on an EcoBoost is is probably where you need to be. Yeah. I think we have ours priced a thousand over right now, but probably willing to negotiate. Um, most of ours are Lariat, so we might even come down a little bit more than that here if we don't have them. We just those just became available, so if they become available, uh, they're here next week. They'll probably go to MSRP. But mm -hmm. anyway, there yeah. you go. But yeah, there you go. Uh, now, whether this works on other models, maybe not as much, you know, as, as the, these, but you're going to see that some of the other models as well. Mm -hmm. When you're carrying over one model year to the next, um, typically you say, hey, they want to move the 23s to make room for the 24s, so they're going to be cheaper. Uh, they should be lower in price. Maverick maybe not be one of those. I mean, typically, you know, a 23 first 24, you know, yes, there should be worth more in trade-in in six months. You know, mm -hmm. the 24 should be worth more than a 23, but... As we're noticing at the yeah. auctions, the 23s are still bringing a lot of money. So yes. the market's still there for those. So mm -hmm. anyway, there you go. Yeah. All right. That's all I had. Okay. Well, um, merch. Yep. Uh, we have, don't forget we have merch. I'm currently working on new designs. So if you have anything that you would like to see, um, or any suggestions, let me know, or products that you would like to see some of our stuff on, let us mm -hmm. know. Yeah. Um, we are up to suggestions. I'm working on a, a different design for our, our catchphrase. Um, yep. So, and then videos. Yep. So we just finished out the 24 escape videos mm -hmm. uh, as of yesterday. Yep. Um, and then, of course, tonight we'll have this, this live stream going. And then um, we'll have some videos from SEMA starting tomorrow night for a couple nights. And then we'll probably even have, I got a Bronco off rodeo video mm -hmm. that I needed to get live today. Yeah. I haven't done. So I might have that go live at first thing in the morning. So you might look for that video. So maybe have that go live in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then, yeah, we've got some other, other videos coming. Maybe a Bronco sport video. Mm. We'll see. Yeah. I can't stay too much longer tonight, but yeah. <laughs> we have a black diamond off-road package that nobody's really done a video out on uh, that we have here yeah. now. And so I want to get a video on that before we leave. Yeah. So um, I will say as meetup, if you'd like to meet us in Vegas, I don't know if we, how much time we'll have. I don't know. Um, it's, we'll pretty much be doing video content and such till about 7 PM. So yes. if it, it's, you know, one of those things you want to meet up for drinks or something, we could do that. So contact yeah. us, email us, um, Sarah Davis at Yeah. Um, so you're going to be in the Vegas yeah. area. We're up to meeting anyone that's up to it. If not, we'll enjoy Vegas and yeah. Yeah. 
we will try to do that. So there you go. All right. All right. I think that's all we have for uh, tonight. Hope you guys have a great Halloween. Enjoy it. Yeah. Be nice to those trick-or-treaters. Will's uh, riding a dinosaur, and Theo is a dinosaur. <laughs> all right. So here's a question for you guys as we leave on this. How many of you, I want to know by the votes. Well, I guess we won't have voting. I would like to know how many of you eat your kids' candy when they go to sleep. <laughs> what about you? No. You go through their candy and go, oh, they won't like that. <laughs> Some of it, uh, I'm not into big, I'm not When big you guys are candy. younger, I, I probably did. Yeah. When you got older and you knew, like some of you guys knew, hey, where's that? I was missing that. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> See, I'm not big into candy though. Like, yeah. Even as a kid, my candy lasted all the way to the next <laughs> yes. year, to the so, next Halloween. And that's the other question is, how much candy do you let them have each night? <laughs> so remember, One piece. What was it when yeah. you guys? I think it was like two pieces. Yeah, <laughs> we kept it. Because it's, it's fun size. So it's not like a huge, big piece. We got yeah. two pieces. <laughs> uh, for Will, we do one piece, one sucker, or one piece of candy. Yep. So, yeah. and his actually, we still have candy from last ha Halloween, so... <laughs> Time to get rid of that <laughs> and bring in a new inventory. We uh, we were looking through and, and cleaning because you guys are coming over, and so we found this these uh, little peeps from last Christmas <laughs> that we didn't put out for Christmas. And she looked at the date. She goes, "Huh, that's still good till next year. <laughs> we'll we'll save that for this Christmas." <laughs> so what I'm hearing is peeps. <laughs> the dates are still good. So it's twenty four. Anyway, all right. Well, you guys have a great Halloween. Uh, don't forget, uh, stay positive, be kind to one another. And be kind to yourselves. And we'll see you guys later.